and the wads. Yeah. Like, and then you have to call them. And it's hard to do it from your phone. It's best to do it from a browser in the safety of your own home. Not some. I was on Charles, man. I was, I was in the terrible neighborhood trying to be like, these people are cussing me out, bro. Come help me, help me. And it didn't work that way at all. Um, and they're like, well, keep on moving. We'll send somebody out to help you with Aurora. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll make it safe till then. And then all the mail got out, so everyone was happy. Except for the people who lived on those streets, because they're angry bastards. I thought you were going to say you, but okay. No, no, I'm always cheery. This is At The Nexus, episode 122, Always Frozen and Always Fresh. On Sunday, April 13th, 2014, and now, drastically angry. This episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad, with co-host Matthew Petchel. Hey, how's it going? It's good. How about you? I'm doing well. Really? Yeah, yeah. Mm, really? Yeah, how was your week? Oh, that's pretty good. That's good. I had a midterm. Midterm? Yeah. Everyone loves midterm. No. And what was this one on? Uh, What was it on? I think it was on internet programming. Oh, what does that mean? Uh, PHP and Python. Ooh, I, I didn't know you were doing Python in your little class, yo. Well, so uh, they we had the option of doing Python or Perl. I, I see why you took <laughs> the uh, Python then. Yeah. Uh, so we were supposed to be writing CGI, and hmm. well, did you know that Perl sucks and that Python sucks less? Perl's just old. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so I was doing some uh, Python, and for CGI purposes, for making websites, you know, websites are supposed to be pretty dynamic mm-hmm. these days. You know, like in PHP, you can include files from other files, and you can dynamically write your HTML and stuff. With Python, it's a lot harder because you have to output everything as one chunk of html it's Mm -hmm. you can't write it on demand it has to be pre-written on demand (laughs) yeah so that's not it wasn't uh wasn't a fun project to do but the midterm was fine it was easy yeah Mm -hmm. well that's good to hear how about you what'd you do this week i delivered the mail delivered Um, the mail huh? delivered the mail i I, I heard there was some like bigots on your mail route Uh, oh i don't know something they're just um so Route 450, one of the routes I was on, is a very terrible route. Um, it's in a very no-income area. Not low, just none. Um, most of the houses are foreclosed and stuff. Um, and it's a very sad place and stuff. And because the people are obnoxious, rude, and they try to get in your way when you're delivering mail, and they have nothing better to do than to make your life terrible, nobody wants to be on that route. Um, and so I get on the route, um, and then I'm just loading up the mail for the day, and people are already swearing at me, like, hey, mailman, hey, mailman, F you. And then they drive off, and I'm like, this is not going to be a good day. Um, and then I'm in this uh, Hmong Culture Center, and I'm delivering the mail, and there's all, all these little bins and stuff, and there's this guy standing right behind me. So I'm like, hey, how how's it going? And then he looks at me, and I'm like, can I help you with anything? And then he starts saying something in Hmong, and I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know it. And all of a sudden, I heard the Effenheimer, and I immediately knew he was not happy with me for some reason. And then he stormed off and spat on the ground. And it was, it was indoors. It was on carpet. So I mean, like, wow. I mean, you don't understand anything. That's um, more of an outside thing. I if suppose. You don't know. Yeah, I've heard of um, that. But no, I was on that for two days. And well, that sounds uh, uh, pretty um, terrible. Yeah, and I didn't have dog spray spray in them. Because that would you have lost really it. got. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since I had you, one. You might need to get some. Yeah, so I I went into this guy's yard, and then all of a sudden the dog rounded the corner. Um, Good uh, dog or bad dog? It was drastically angry, but I was able to backstep out of the fence. So like dodge roll? Yeah, you double tap escape. And no, you, you double out. tap V. V for what? Dodge roll. 
fee. Uh, you, your keyboard's set up differently. No, it's the default key. Mine aren't default. Sam picked them for me. Oh, I see. Just like I can uh, put my weapons away and make my animation look cooler and stuff, and then you just like, oh, I'm going to idle, and then it's going to go away. I can be like, no, I'm done using it. Put it away. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just wait for idle to take over. Well, I mean, that's easy to do nothing. Well, you know, speaking of that, a uh, huge feature patch coming on uh, Tuesday. Yes, and uh, everyone should buy the game and get used to it before it. Right well, now. I mean, if you buy the game right now. Who can get to level 11? Irrelevant. No, if you buy the game right now, it's $25. Oh, I mean, it's going to happen. It's never going to be 50 again. Why? It's 50% off right now, so that that implies that it's $50 regular price. You can get it on 40 for... Well, yeah, if you get it from some other place, but if you get it from ArenaNet directly, they'll rip you off. Well, Target's still 60 Yeah, right. Yeah, they they really they rip probably you still, off. Still, they probably still sell like a Lord's 1 for $60, too. No, they uh, those are gone. I tried to get the expansion. Oh, I'm glad you didn't. No well, it was $3. I mean, that's, okay. that's like, I don't know, four slices of pizza. I mean, I could swing that. No, you can't. That's four pieces of pizza you don't have now. Yeah. Oh, so I need you to... Do, do you... You eat leftover pizza, right? From Domino's? Usually. Um, I have some for you. Why do I want your pizza? Well, I don't. Um, Why would you do to it? So it's pepperoni and onion. Why? And How'd that so, happen? Well, I, my dad loves it. And so I, I, I got him pizza and some stuff, and then it was my sister's birthday, and so we have it all. Mm-hmm. And so it's all from last Sunday. You know, that's a week and, old, right? Not yet. It's not yet fully a week yet. It's then, six so, days old. You know, my dad's been in the hospital this whole week. I've and heard so, about that. Um, he hasn't been around to eat it. That makes sense. No, it's been refrigerated the whole time. It means there's no, nothing. There's it's no old. Get rid concerns of it. Yeah, that's, about that, health that, that, and that's absurd. fitness. We don't and, even eat bread here that's more than like five days old. See, we freeze our bread that's so it's always fresh. No, that's false. It's always frozen, always fresh. Always frozen, always fresh. No, that's, that's exactly how it works. No. Uh, you, just, you just don't understand good eating. I do, actually. Yeah. Well, anyway, how about uh, some news? Good, just, good news. Want, I, 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 you want to yeah. talk about some news? Yes, but before you do that, where where can somebody read along? Well, if you wanted to read along with all of our great news, you could go to the nexus.tv slash ATN122. Wow, already on 122, huh? 122. I have no idea how to subtract 122 from 150 to get a number. So, hold on. Uh, it, 28. <laughs> <laughs> well. Mm-hmm. 28 weeks. And then we could celebrate again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, any big headliners this week? No, no, no big headliners this week. We have no top news. This is very sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving along. How about some more generic style of news? Oh, one of, so last week we were, we we talked about the uh, R nine two ninety Xs, like uh, like in the week two weeks before we were talking about the new Nvidia. Oh, but there was a um, a new uh, what was it called Titan Z? Yeah, and we were talking about how nobody would buy it; they just buy two of the lesser ones. Right. So you buy two Titans or one Titan. And so Z? we were making fun of it, like, oh, but look, AMD striking back with this better thing. Turns out, same thing. Um, mm-hmm. you, you it's. Uh, $1,500, and um, if you got two two R9s, um, so the other one was the water-cooled one, and it has the eight pins and everything else, but two 780s would still be cheaper and faster. I, and, I don't know if it would necessarily be faster, but it would probably be cheaper, like, significantly. Like, I think two 780s, I think each one of those is $600. And so you don't be, need to have the pumps. Right, you don't need those water-cooler pumps. And um, you could still have more uh, outputs. The, right, exactly. Like, I mean, Your monitors. I always... That's the reason why I got a graphics mm-hmm. card with four outs. Right, me too. And I don't know. Um, but so, like, this is a nice solution, though. If you wanted to get um, 
So, so it's $1,500 for what is the equivalent of two R9 290X cards. And because the, the TDP is so high at 500 watts, is that the correct unit? Yes. Um, the TDP is so high, it needs to be water-cooled. Now, that sucks, probably, but that's cool, too, because that means you can overclock, probably, and you can, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, do, there's way more headroom. But because you have to water cool it, I feel like that's suspicious. Also, a TDP of 500 for a graphics card is quite absurd. Well, 240 for a, gra- for a CPU is a lot. Yeah, that's why nobody does it. Well, think if you had two of these plus the new uh, FX. So you what was, need, what's it? Nine eighty. Uh, what, what's some, the some two, nine thousand series? Forty watt sure. one. Nine thousand something. Either way, without your Blu-ray discs and everything else, that's still. You, a, you need a fifteen hundred watt power supply. Exactly. Uh huh. And Corsair only makes one in that darn. Buy it You'd now. have to buy the one. So it yeah. also comes with um. What's also weird is two eight-pin eight power connectors. Like it needs that much power in connectors. Apparently that's a problem for some reason. See, my 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 graphics card draws all of its power from the board. I had no idea. Leave me alone. See, because most cards do that. Not actually. Most enthusiast cards don't do that. And so you're an enthusiast. Yes, I have a six seventy. I'm an enthusiast. I, I can hear this wine from over here. Too. I know you can. Me too. Uh, eight gigabytes of DDR5 and 5600 stream processors. That that's not a small amount. No. So I mean, you could compare this directly with the Titan Z for twice as much. So uh, buy two of these instead. I wonder if you could actually break even Bitcoin mining with your power bill. Oh, actually, um, I was reading something about that. This is not useful for brick for brick mining. No. Uh, how many mega hashes can it do? I have no idea. But I always hear the graphics cards are well. So it might have been useful two years ago, but now all of the ASIC. You know, oh, you know the, the, the specialized new, the new ones. Sets, yeah. All of those have taken over this price range. Like, apparently, you can get those things for a lot cheaper, and they're much better. But then you'd have to be always mining, right? You couldn't can't, play can't games mine in the background, right? Oh, but that—that's uh, crazy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, so that was an, a, an extremely expensive AMD product. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a cheaper AMD product. Well, now. they're known for their cheapness, right? Exactly, and that would be their new. AM1 set of parts. That's a funny thing to say because AM1 to me happened years ago. Hmm. Remember AM1? Everyone likes AM1. Yeah. Well, AM1 is their the the new desktop platform using Kabini APU like substances. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I I I we talked about this a few weeks ago, but now we actually have firm pricing and it has a pricing range processor-wise from 34 to $59 with the good stuff starting at $60. 60. See, how, see how I did that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I feel like is really cool about this is you can buy a board and a processor for just like $90. And we were talking about all those fake computers that you can get for like doing nothing like Arduino stuff that – but a whole computer for just that. Right. That's... And this isn't a fake one either. Like, these are dual-core, highly clocked chips. Yeah. I mean, you could stream Netflix and stuff, right? Well, you could do anything, really. So, blows to fire TV out of the water. But does it? Well, you have to get memory and You have to get a remote. And, I suppose. So, um, what also is interesting about this new new lineup is that it doesn't have, like, a north or south bridge. It doesn't have, like, a chipset on board. The chipset is in the chip. <laughs> no way. Yeah, it turns out. Oh, no. So in two years, when uh, you want to get USB 3.1, you'll still have to get a new motherboard. So what's the point of putting the chipset in the chip? I don't really know. 
Uh, That's just crazy. It'll be featuring uh, two SATA 6 ports, two USB 3 ports, eight USB 2 ports, two PCI, or one PCI, two port, Express, anyway. Um, and it has support for Windows 8.1, so I think you're set. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. And and then you can also say that you have a new Athlon. <laughs> I suppose you could. Mm-hmm. So Intel's also been busy. Um, so they've been announcing that they're going to announce a refresh for the new Haswell. Isn't that funny? Uh, so this is kind of like a not a publicity stunt, but they just need something to get because you know news Broadwell's cycle. not till 2015, right? Q1 and so sometime. Yeah, so um, the new Haswell is just going to get a tiny spec bump. It's not going to be performance, but it's enough to keep people happy for... Right. And it's the name is still going to be popular by the time mm-hmm. 2015 gets here. Mm-hmm. So the refresh offers just a little bit more performance. Like, it's just clocking up some speeds. It's not yeah. exciting. But what is more exciting is the new chipsets that come along with it. Apparently, it's the Z79 Express chipset. Uh, I don't know anything about it, except it will offer whatever M.2 SSD support is. Hopefully that makes your reads and write go faster. I don't know. Um, They'll be talking about this refresh, and of course Broadwell, at Comdex, which will be in like four weeks. Yeah, when when is the actual date? Are we doing a special for it? Uh, I don't think we've ever done a special for Comdex, but I would love to. Why? Because no one's heard of it? Nobody's ever heard of Comdex. I can't even find their website. So I have been like... Well, they have a Wikipedia page. Okay, well, but that doesn't tell me when it is. No, it doesn't. Man, this is better than Build. Mm, no. Las Vegas. That's all yeah, I got. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't get much further than yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't know when it is. I just know it's sometime in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, lastly in our generic news section, how about some Heartbleed? Um, my Heartbleed's for anyone who has uh, Intel Blood. products. Oh, that's irrelevant. Really? Yeah, they're completely irrelevant. You, your heart should be bleeding for anybody who has a uh, certificate that they need to promptly oh, invalidate. why is that? Well, because if you had a certificate, the, your private keys have been exposed. But not in vault, just privately. Like somebody's got just one of my keys. Or... All of them. All all my keys. Yeah, all your keys are gone. I have I have many keys. Yeah, they're all gone. They're all they all were private. Now they're all public. No. Now you have two public keys. <laughs> that's a good way to think about. It. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a problem. How did this uh, happen? How did this happen? Well, I don't know too much about it. You can listen to the Andrew Bailey show, otherwise known as Control Structure, uh, episode fifty eight. And uh, for more, and you can also read this lovely article by Vox, the new The Verge, and uh, basically it's a vulnerability slash bug in OpenSSL that would allow system memory to be accessed beyond what should have been accessed. So mm. I think you were supposed to be able to read 16 bits or bytes, I forget my units. It's kind of a big deal to forget that kind of a unit. Yeah, that uh, is. Um, but so you you would read sixteen some unit, and then what would happen is with this bug is that it would accidentally let you read that sixteen, and then read up to sixty four bytes total, and whatever's in that intervening space you weren't supposed to read could be anything, but it could be usernames and passwords if that memory had been holding that previously. Hmm. You know, it's kind of like a buffer overflow. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it'd actually be really interesting for me as a um person. To read what code actually did this, yeah, um, because OpenSSL, as far as I've heard, is uh, open source. Yeah, and I was reading a blog post about the guy in uh, Germany who introduced this bug a year and a half ago, Oops. and um, he's saying, "Super sorry, I'm not working for any agency. It was Probably. an accident. It wasn't malicious. Oopsie." 
Is that is that? Well, he also said I had like three people check it because that's how open SSL is. Like you have to have people sign off on right. it that it's bug free. Yeah, of course. That's um, pretty much how all open source projects work yeah. these days. You know, somebody. But well, three people signed off on it. Nobody noticed. And a year and a half later, just blood check. You know, bu- bugs are hard, especially when they're in a. And that's a very unique situation. Like, right. Yeah. You know, especially when it's crypto. Like those kind of bugs are even worse because. Sure, a lot of people work on the code, but how many people actually know how any of the stuff works? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't, um, if you run an, uh, a Linux server with OpenSSL, you might want to patch that kind of fast. See, I'm covered because all my, um, so my Ubuntu server disks and all the other stuff are three years old. Bug hasn't been oh, introduced yet. See? I see. Still works. Still works, no problem. That's good. Um, but then why would you have certificates when you're three years old? Well, no, you could get a, you could get a long-term yeah, certificate. Yeah, you can. But I don't know why. Like yeah. nobody, because people really keep those up to date or try to. Well, I mean, like Google has one for every every quarter of the year, mostly. Yeah. So time to care about some carrier news. Okay. Yeah. So first up is T-Mobile. Um, the new Uncarry promotion has been very successful. They sold almost all of their LTE tablets. Like to sell them like crazy. Yeah. Do you know how they did that? How? They're making their LTE tablets the same price as the Wi-Fi versions. Is any other carrier doing this? I don't think so. No, they charge like 40 bucks for the little... Thing. Or, or now, not even just 40 but maybe 129 because if you wanted to buy an iPad, for example, you couldn't buy it for 629 because that's not what T-Mobile would sell it to you for. You could buy the LTE version for just 499 the same price as a regular Wi-Fi version. Now, but I bet with this... You get this only, then you have to, you know, have to pay extra for your or, data. Right. No, actually, you don't. You really? can just buy the tablet. Mm-hmm. You get the 200 megabytes free per month, just like any other T-Mobile tablet for a year. Wow. No problem. And if you just buy it all right and you don't attach it to, like, one of the, you know, uh, plan things, mm-hmm. you just buy it. It's not fake. It's not false. It's not dishonest. Is that only for the end of the year, the 200 megs? No, it's 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 a year thing, so you get it for one year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't quite sure how that worked. Yeah, so it's really nice. And actually, um, if you buy like a Chromebook, certain Chromebooks actually come with that same offer too. Mm. So any pretty much anything that can take a T-Mobile SIM is a bit offered for this plan. That's very uncarrier of them. I know. Speaking of uncarrier, the second uncarrier promotion that T-Mobile is offering this week, I believe there's a third on Monday, and we don't know what it is because it's not Monday yet. The second one is a new $40 plan. So you've heard of the simple choice plans. That's mm-hmm. those are their, um, you know, that's when you can do the installment plan thing, and you can spread your phone's cost over a period of time. That's pretty much unlimited everything. This one isn't. This one costs forty dollars for unlimited minutes and unlimited messages, and then five hundred gigs of data, megs of data, five hundred megs of data. Okay. Now, what do you think about forty dollars? Is that good for what you get there? I would have to say, yeah. I would say so, I would say so too. Like so, if my mom were to leave Virgin Mobile for thirty five dollars to go here for forty dollars, she would bump up from three hundred minutes to unlimited minutes, um, keep unlimited text messaging, and since she doesn't even use data right now as is, like out and about, because she has a crappy phone, five hundred megs wouldn't matter to her. So I think that's fine. Now they also explained what the buy more data options are. So what are they? So for $5, you can get 500 megs for a day, or for one gig, you can pay $10 for a week. Hmm. So, like, you know, you have one week left into your next billing cycle, and you just pay $10 more, and you get another gig of data. 
I got a horror story to tell you about that. Okay, tell me about your horror story. I had to call the boss because I was running late. Didn't have time to charge up my phone, except for, like, so I put 10 minutes, I, I put, I, so last month I r- hit over 100 minutes. Uh-huh. So I put $10 on. Right. And so when it refills at the end of the month, I guess they only charge me $23 to my account. Yeah, because it takes out whatever's in the balance. I didn't know that. Because yeah. the, the bill looked like it, because I saw the bill and it said 35 mm-hmm. or 32 whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and the wads. Yeah. Like, and then you have to call them. It is hard to do it from your phone. It's best to do it from a browser in the safety of your own home. Not some. I was on Charles, man. I was, I was in the terrible neighborhood trying to be like, these people are cussing me out, bro. Come help me, help me. And it didn't work that way at all. Um, and they're like, well, keep on moving. We'll send somebody out to help you with Aurora. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll make it safe till then. And then all the mail got out, so everyone was happy. Except for the people who lived on those streets, because they're angry bastards. I thought you were going to say you, but okay. No, no, I'm always cheery. <laughs> I don't think so. Moving yeah. along. How you about know why? Because of Qualcomm. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The Snapdragon makes your life better. It always has. They are the one true only sponsor of this show, um, in a fictitious way. Yeah, but- completely. Regardless, but, they're uh, instilling more confidence in the market. They're by, trying to. Yeah. Um, now we have not only the 801 that everyone's been talking about and putting in their phones. We now have heard rumors and very real rumors about the 808 and 810. Ooh. Um, and as you pointed out that I was completely oblivious to, they're u- they're not using their beloved crate cores. They're not using crates. No. Um, they're using ARM Cortex uh, A101.07s. What? Well, it's... 57 divided by 53 cores. Yeah, but... And so, what do you do? do the math, it's about 1.07. Yeah, but there's an A in it, so I don't, I don't see, know. See, but... um, if you if you think about it in these terms... Oh, you th- that's how you think of... That's it. Okay, well, so you think about it in those terms while I explain what that really means. Is. So, I don't know too much about the crate architecture because, well, I'm not a chip designer and that's not my field, but I know they were pretty powerful in their day. Now, this has actually been a trend, so the 410 and the 610 Snapdragon chips also are not using the traditional crate cores that Qualcomm is famous for. They're using just standard, off-the-shelf, how ironic, ARM cores. And this could be a big trend for Qualcomm. I wrote that they're trying to instill confidence in the market because this generation of flagship phones have all been using 801s, right? 801 is basically identical to 800. Last year, we got the 800, and the year before that, we had the S4 Pro, which is what you have now, or the Snapdragon 600. And so, my Optimus Elite, I had the 400. Not even close. What I, what I have in the Optimus? It was uh, like an S2. Like, it was fake. No. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but continue. So, every year, we've actually gone up about by 200, except now. Like, this year, we didn't get, like, a Snapdragon 1000. We got just a generalized, generic, boring, and lame snapdragon 801 so now we're trying to you know make the market know that there's some future plans to actually save qualcomm for making lame chips um you know it's not every year that you can do like a big bump in power a big bump in energy savings a big bump in performance it takes time to ramp up so this is obviously a stopgap kind of thing i think so um what they're doing here is they're actually going to be eight cores in both of these well, actually, so in the A10, there's going to be eight. In the 808, there's actually only going to be six, but close enough, right? Mm-hmm. So the eight cores are actually in the big little architecture 
system, and that means that there's four set or there's there's two sets of four. One's really fast, one's kind of slow, so that when the phone is off-ish, it can use the slow cores, and when the phone is doing a lot of stuff, it can use the fast cores. Mm. So that way it can conserve power. Uh, that's that's how it uses the 57 and the 53 cores at the same time. That's how it happens. Yeah. Uh, and actually, these will be the first set from Qualcomm of 64-bit. Actually, the second set, because the 410, I think, was 64-bit. Um, new New memory bandwidth... Due to the introduction of DDR4, which I think is kind of interesting, um, LTE will be built in, which is always good. Uh, which, what is kind of weird, though, is that Wi-Fi will require a separate module. So I think Wi-Fi has normally been built into the chip directly. It's On which one? Um, on the A10 and A808, normally you'd yeah, expect but... a Snapdragon to be built in, but here apparently it isn't. I contest that statement. What do you contest? I don't understand what you're contesting. If you look at Exhibit A in the show notes, which is actually not a link, one second, clicky way, you will see that you are right. Okay, then. In a beautiful colored diagram. I don't even know what this says. This is a nice picture, though. No, it's from the Hot Hardware, which I only read on show days. So uh, I don't, I don't have like um, comparison numbers because obviously nobody's been able to test this. This is just the eight ten. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so, but one of the things that you might want to wonder about is like, what are the graphics pro- uh, capabilities of this going to be? We don't know yet. Um, we'll find out eventually, probably. So, when can we expect these? Um, you can expect them later next year. Yeah, uh, I think uh, they'll. So, I was reading something, and somebody thinks that the Snapdragon 805 is coming this summer, which is funny because earlier this year, they were telling everybody that'd be coming out in Q3, Q4, and that would not be this summer. And now I've been hearing that uh, that it's actually coming out this summer. So that means these are for like Q1, Q2 of next year? Yeah. Um, so these are literally going to be for next year's... Haswell refresh. Well, right Broad- around the, the Q1 of 2015 is going to be cool. That's Broadwell. Broad- Broadwell, yeah. Um, no, this is going to be for like the um, Samsung Galaxy S6. Is that what they call it? And um, the HTC M9, if they're still a company by then? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not impressed. Qualcomm was just too slow to the market with new cores, new chips. And that's what made this generation of phone processors lame. But that's fine. No, not not not, not acceptable. This is, you just got the Nexus 5. This is an off year for you anyways. No, it isn't. Every year is an on year. Every, always on. Okay. That's, <laughs> always that's, on. A, that's a good way to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of Amazon... Let's talk about Amazon. I love Amazon. Well, uh, have you ever read a comic book? Not on Amazon. They no. didn't have an app for that. Yeah, they, they do now, though. They have Comixology. Have you ever heard, ever heard of that? No, I get the books straight from Marvel themselves. Uh, and do you know who uh, Marvel licensed the technology to read comic books from? Probably these guys. Yeah, actually, from Comixology, turns out. Yeah, so uh, we don't know what the pricing was for this acquisition, but apparently Amazon has just completely purchased Comixology. All of it. 100% of it. Cool. So you can now... Nothing's different, actually. They just they just own it. But you can imagine what Amazon will do then. They'll make a huge selection of comic books available on Amazon. I, I would love that. You know. And and you know what else they could do? They might even be able to integrate it directly into the Kindle apps. Well, see, I just when, as soon as you said that, I thought like, how would it work on my Kindle? Because I got the third gen one, but it would probably work with the Fire's real well. That's what I meant. <laughs> like nobody nobody cares about those e-ink things anymore. Everyone likes e-ink. Just we, no, we've moved on. What about the Kindle White? that even a thing? Was. No. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you remember um, when the world turned upside down a few months ago, like when Amazon said drones, drones, drones? Yes. Like uh, they said that. It got even got on sixty minutes and stuff. That's like, why uh, it happened. That's where it happened. I read it on their website. Okay. And uh, everywhere else was talking about it. Um, but no, uh, so in a letter to the shareholders, Jeff Bezos was saying that um, they're, they're testing generations five and six of their aerial vehicles, and they're in the design phase on generations seven and eight. Wow. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're two steps ahead because they're doing two steps at once. It, it's a. <laughs> uh, That's parallel. But wouldn't you want to finish. More of seven before you start working on eight, and it's cool that that that's cool how they're they're doing this. I don't Allegedly. question their drones. Their like, drones are going to be amazing. Like so, I've always wondered about how this works. So, like when they release Gen One, does that mean like what does that mean? Like, what's the point of working on all of these things? What what's the point of having generations before actual release? Like that doesn't count. Like uh, up until release of the first one, they're all prototypes. Yeah. So I don't really understand. I don't either, but have faith in Amazon. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Bezos will um, make everything all right. Uh, he, and he maybe by the time you get a drone, they'll be able to deliver your new Amazon smartphone. Yeah. Because the return of the Amazon smartphone rumor is back again. Sure. What? What is it, 2016 we're getting phones? <sighs> I have no idea. But it will be coming with what is known as 3D. 3D? Mm-hmm. It'll be using a glasses 3D display using what is called retina tracking cameras and sensors. It's a revolutionary product. Really? Because it has a project code name. Uh, those make everything better. Hot. Uh, yeah, it's called Project Aria. Mm, Aria. Uh, weird. Hmm. Uh, and it'll be launching sometime later this year, allegedly. Uh, see, I figured it'd be like Fire, like everything else. Project Fire. No. Well, pro- I would name it Project Fire. Well, I'd probably call it Project Ember Fire or phone. something. Project. Mm. Well, see, Fire Phone reminds me of the Firefox, and that's dangerous. Not in the U.S. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's, it's quite cold. Yeah, you know how that is. Yeah, but um, any idea when this will be launching? It, well, they say it's going to be at the end of this year. but This year still? Uh, that's what they say. In time for Christmas in November? Presumably, but yeah, no. No? I have no Are you faith. skeptical? I'm very skeptical. Well, what's the point of... So what could, what could, what does it even mean? A glasses 3D display using retina tracking cameras and sensors. What does that benefit the user for? This is their big differentiator. That's useless. Hmm. Their big differentiator has only two chances. It's either a really good phone, builds and quality wise, or it's really cheap. I'm guessing it's going to be really cheap. Those are the only two differentiators anybody is going to care about. And only one of those will make them a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And it's not the cheap one. That's too bad. So, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever needed a premium Android experience? Yeah, I've always needed that my entire life. But did you ever get that from paying up? You've only gotten that from paying up front on the Play Store. Like, Correct. You, you haven't been able to get like a subsidy phone or a cheap phone. So, it's great, but who would, who would want to... Like, when you're at the stores and stuff and you see $200, people go with that instead of spending 400 right. on a high-capacity model Nexus 5 or something. Mm-hmm. But... Is going to be a way that you can get in-store promotions, like stuff on the Play Store, with carrier subsidies, with this new Android Silver. Android Silver. Silver. Now, this is just a rumor, and these come from slides that were from maybe almost a year ago, allegedly. And this is what Google was thinking about back in the day. The day. Now, what do you, what do you think about something like this? Imagine you took the Play experience, so like, 
you know, the the S4 and the S5 Play editions, the HTC Play edition, the Nexus 5, and what other of whatever else Play edition wise. What if you took those things and you put them in a carrier store and then allowed the carriers to do the subsidies? I kind of like the Nexus as being just sold through the Play Store. Like I always thought it was kind of cool how. Because you could tell who was like, I'm all in a T-Mobile store, and then who's hipster and on the Play Store. I mean, I don't know. I think this would actually be great like because it would get more people to embrace the stock, clean, reasonable Android, which is, I think, the most important thing. I guess that's... Uh, yeah. uh, you know, like, anybody can go up to a store and demand to get an S5 or an HTC M8. Anybody can just go and say, give me the best phone, and they'll get handed one of those two things. That's fine. But not everyone will know that even these Nexus models exist or even those Play models exist. And so the problem with the Play models is you can't buy those for the subsidized price. So, like, if you wanted to buy an S5, you couldn't on the Play Store for $200. You'd have to pay the 650 or whatever. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. So if you could get it for $200 but still get it subsidized, I would take that definitely over the Samsung variety. So I think it's a great idea. Now, this might not even happen because this was from a slide from a year ago. So, you know, eh. Yeah, well, rumors are like that. Now, what do you think about the name, Android Silver? Isn't it just well, weird? It should be Android Green. Clever. I mean, yeah. So I, I don't really like the name, mm-hmm. personally. I don't know. Now, what what would you think about it if it was like some kind of enterprise thing, too? So imagine, um, I think in one of the slides they say, they, they say that you'll get a long-term support when you buy it through the Android Silver program. Oh, I'd have to buy 100000 So, like, um, they say in the slides that when you buy it in store or you buy it through the program, they'll help you set up your Google accounts. They'll help you explain how to use it and do things with the Play Store and Android in general. So it would be kind of like buying an iPhone for the first time and having somebody walk you through the process. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Android really needs that. Google really needs that. Really? Because there's a lot of people who I see on Facebook all the time who I know have Android phones, but they don't link their contacts and other phone syncable products with their Google account, which is absurd. No. It protects them no, from doesn't. being flooded. How? I don't sync my contacts. Why? Do you know why? Because they will find hundreds and hundreds of people. I like just having six people in my contacts. <laughs> With the one time I said, sure, import my contacts. Just, just, people don't even remember. Like, like, do, do you, do you know Nate Taylor? Yeah. All of a sudden, like, oh, X26753, <laughs> whatever, got imported. No, um, there's a reason why people don't do that, and it's because they just want people they want to contact in their contacts, and they'll add whoever else as needed. Everybody in my contacts are people I know. Well, you I mean, didn't, you didn't maintain your contacts very well then, if that's the case. That's your fault. I don't have to because I do it manually, locally on my phone. Yeah, well, you only have six people. Most people know more well, than that. See, I've been trying to get it down to five, but it's been hard to get rid of Sam because sometimes he's back. <sighs> but it's not that hard. Yeah. But I just have lingering hope that he'll be back. Well, your lingering hope for Google Glass is finally going to not linger anymore. Really? Yes. Is it going to hit store shelves? No. Aww. But you will have a chance, a one-day chance to buy it. One day chance. Yes. On April 15th, which is Tuesday. Wow. That's coming up. You can buy a Google Glass for $1,500. So, so I was expecting the price to drop. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. No, this only is, one day. This is the same Explorer model that was sent out la- earlier last year sometime. And uh, one day. They say they have very limited supply. So I'm thinking maybe 1,000 units at most. 
2000? 2000. At most? Plus another 2000. No, I don't think that that's not limited then. That's that's pretty pretty widespread. They'll sell out in a day. That's the point. Everyone wants these. Right. No. I don't know. But how long do you think it'll take to ship? Because like, I hear they like take dimension um, or they do something. Like I think you actually have to fly out to get them. So they're doing that again? I think so. That is just terrible. No, I think that's great. Uh, who has time to leave their home to go get something? A lot of people, especially when you're paying fifteen thousand for a product. I mean, I think you have a well, lot of no, time. fifteen thousand, oh, like well, enough to get several pairs. My mistake, fifteen hundred. Yeah, um, but I, I I thought it was funny. So on the sign up page, like you have to agree to all these terms, and one of the terms is that when you arrive to pick up your Google Glass, you have to have proof of citizenship in the United States. And it's like, wow, that's discrimination. Well, I don't know if it said citizenship. I think it just meant living here, but that's how I read it. Uh, like you can't get it. You can't live in Canada and get it. That's I think that what the point was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess Google has one other weird thing going on this week. Um, so you know, last week we start. They started uh, floating that idea of the project. Uh, how do you say it? Ara. Mm-hmm. Ara around again. Mm-hmm. The modular phone. Yeah. Um, and so they they're trying to get that back in the news, and they released some new videos, and now they've released the modular development kit. Um, which offers a guidelines on what kind of hardware is actually possible. And so when you follow the link, you get a bunch of stuff. And then in the medium section, you immediately notice that, is that an actual touch keyboard that you can add? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, you know, why would you want speakers when you can have a real keyboard? And BlackBerry can't sue them because it doesn't come with it by default. Right. You just if added... it's removable, yeah. it's completely different. Right. It's a different experience. Yep. So I really think that is a clever way to get around patent troll. Because you know they're still going to scream. Oh, man, yeah. Because like, they have the dominant on the thing. But, well, you know, to save the company, they're going to get their keyboards back. Yeah. That's the point. And so when we were discussing this last week, we were only talking about stuff on the back. Because mm-hmm. um, I would have never have thought, hey, there's stuff on the front, too. I forgot about the front, obviously. Yeah, me, too. I was yeah. thinking sides, tops, and backs. Not, I not, never thought not it was about the, the side personally, but yes. Yeah, so well, I, I mean, like you get a flashlight or us on the side. Oh yeah. No. Well, that's where I'd put mine. Not actually. Well, how else would you strobe somebody? With the front or the back? Well, see, I got like a uh, got camcorders and other things. You just stick the camera flash on the side and when you're night stalking people, just flash, 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 and it's fun. Well, anyway, uh, so they, nice. you you can um, add modules to the front too, of course. And I suppose we always knew that, but we just didn't talk about it because we didn't know. Um, so there will be two sizes at launch, and then a third size that's huge later. Yeah. Um. And they're still looking into what they could do with that. And um, you can see all the pin layout things. I don't know. Is that what you call them? Are they pins or um, contacts? Contact layout? It's kind of interesting. Interface blocks. Great. Just just wonderful. And, uh, you know, it's kind of cool. So they, I think they're targeting sometime in 2015 for this. Yeah. And... Do you see how everything is targeting sometime in 2015? Like all the good stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... I'm curious what people will do with it. Um, I don't think normal people would ever get this because I'm guessing it's going to have huge price premium. But isn't that the point of what this product is for? Isn't it supposed to avoid price premium? I thought that was always the point of this. But how can it? I don't know. I don't think it can. I, I with agree. all these earth magnets they have to be using. Yeah, they're everywhere. Um, it's... But, you know, on the other hand, I mean, are these magnets that far different from the magnets you might find in a regular spinning hard drive? But do you have them every three inches? I think they're a lot closer than that in this particular case. I confuse inches with um, millimeters. Martians. Okay, okay, well, we'll go with that. Uh, so, what do you, what do you think about the um, the guidelines released in general? 
uh, they're going to change. I I don't know if they're releasing these kind of guidelines. Like you can get them from the official site too. Uh, I think they're they're probably pretty good. And if the NBK is already built and released, like yeah, like they like, can't change that much. You know, for Gen One. Yeah, I'm about right. to say no. They can they can Gen Two. Those will be circular tiles instead. Man, would that be Sucky? a waste of plastic in <laughs> space? Yeah. I mean, I I was even criticizing them for proposing the watch that was circular. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. No, I, I'm against circular screens. And I, I think the circular watch screen looks great. I think it should be square. I don't care. Yeah. Either I, way. Yeah. I'm not going to get it anyway. So let's talk about Apple and some rumors. Ooh, um, everyone likes rumors and lawsuits. Yes. So the rumor is that Apple will begin mass production of a 4.7-inch iPhone 6 sometime in July. Now, that sounds plausible, I suppose. You know, mm-hmm. it's a bigger iPhone. We've known from those, you know, lawsuits that, Apple is um, realizing the market likes bigger phones. Now, what's weird, though, is they'll begin production of a bigger iPhone, in addition to their big iPhone, in September, something around 5.5 inches. Ooh, so I didn't expect them to do that. I didn't either, and I don't think that's true. Yeah, I mean... Man, rumors are bad these days, aren't they? Well, you never know, but there could be. Now, Watch, the next one's going to be 6. Well, I mean, an iPhone 6, I mean, it's a good well, thing. Well, no, 6 inches. So, uh, Apple, uh, you know, they, they, they did the 5C and the 5S, you know, this previous season of phones. So, do we know if the 5C sold very well? I mean, I, it sold, but Quickly. Did, did it sell very start, well? Um, no, I will have to wait for... Uh, like, I don't see people out in the world ever using I've never a 5C. Seen, I, I don't see people with iPhones. I see people with iPhones all the Everyone time. Everyone I see has Blackberries. Who do you see? Post office. <sighs> Everyone. Course. Everyone's got the Blackberries. Of course they do. Only Blackberries. But not like a Z. Feature phones. 10. Feature phone Blackberries. But like an old Blackberry. But they're still around, so they're amazing. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, they're timeless. Masterpieces. Not true. Well, you know, speaking of masterpieces, <laughs> tell me about Apple's lawsuit. Oh, man. So, Apple has asked for $2 billion dues from Samsung for violating... Five iPhone-related patents. Um, this and number was calculated... And one of those was the slide-to-unlock patent that you yes, were telling me about. Um, and so, we, we, we before this in the Fringe, you're welcome to go listen to the Fringe, We um, or look at the notes. Uh, Microsoft released a video from 1991 about how they were doing some studies on what people thought... like Because when you're first introducing technology to people, um, what's the fastest way to make somebody tell if something's on or off? Mm-hmm. And the intuitive thing is to slide, to verify, to not only... So you don't bump the switch on touchscreen. Right. You do that. And so not only do they have touchscreens and stuff, they had Ex- slides. Incredibly responsive sliders. Isn't it amazing? It's insane. I mean, that's like that's better than Android. Than eyebrows. No, unacceptable. Yeah. Um, but no, um, Samsung says no. And uh, yeah, no, that's, uh, we'll, we'll know more in six months so, when they appeal. So Apple asked for $2 billion. And what's interesting is the way they calculated it. So they, they asked Samsung device owners and users i think they interviewed like 600 some people Mm -hmm. and they didn't do it just for phones they did it also for tablet users too and they asked them questions that would involve the features that allegedly samsung infringed upon so in other words slide to unlock and whatever the other word other ones were right Mm -hmm. with me so far so then they asked if those people bought the samsung phone because of those features and they overwhelmingly said probably what a that's a troll. No, it's an incredibly clever idea because if 
your competitor is indeed stealing your sales by using your features, then that is indeed stealing your sales. Do you believe Samsung is stealing Apple sales? No. Yeah, I, I, um, I, honestly, I don't believe that people are even aware that Slide to Unlock is a patentable thing, or it's even a thing. Like I, okay, well, you know, actually, no, I don't, I don't think so. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's crazy. I don't think it's that crazy. So, what can you tell me about Microsoft and what they've been up to these last seven days? Well, the last seven days, well, Microsoft like hasn't really now. done too much because you know, Build was last week, and this week is kind of a lull for them. Yeah, it's kind of a you think about Build and reflect. You build upon build, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, this week, uh, are you running Windows 8.1? Uh, they asked me if I wanted to update and go to the and store. And you promptly said, no way. Yeah. Remind yeah. me later is what I had to click. Oh, well, fine. The, there's no go away button. Yeah. I wish there were, though. Well, if you are running Windows 8.1, you really should update to update 1. Because if you don't do it by the end of this month, you won't get any more updates. Yeah. So it's a mandatory update. That's really good yeah microsoft needs to do this more well as long as they don't do this thing where in 14 minutes and 59 seconds they're gonna force me to update and shut down my computer you know i I, I, as long as i'm not using the computer they can do it but i've been burned by uh i was burning a dvd for my dad um and uh i had a i was making multiple copies like he Mm -hmm. he wanted it was one of my sister's videos or Mm -hmm. something and so i was trying to do three copies at once and then it happened to me while I was burning discs. And there's no way to shut I mean, down. it shouldn't happen when you're using the computer. But it does. It does right, when you're actively using it. I know, it's terrible. Because they're pagan dogs. That's not the classification of them, no. Okay, so, I, I like the idea of locking people out of future updates unless you take the update that they're giving you. Yeah, yeah. That, that's fine. It's free. It's yeah, not like right. they're trying to get money. No, not at all. They're not saying, like, They're just oh, saying another... that they don't want to fork yet another version of Windows 8. Yeah, I can, I can understand mm-hmm. wanting to do that. Yep. So last week we talked about Microsoft offering custom support agreements for uh, huge sums of money. And this week we have actual numbers. Um, so it's about $200 per PC for the first year and more for every year after there. that. Yeah. And so um, I haven't put, thrown a link in there yet. Um, but so do you know the IRS and how it's taxis and I've, everyone's I've, doing I've stuff? I've heard of them. Um, so for the next year they have a $30 million budget. They've had to spend over half of that to keep their XP agreements. And so they only have about $14 million to handle all their hardware issues that are going to pop up in this year. It's pretty bad. I mean, they they got to start finding ways to cheat people out of taxes to get better computers. Like, Yeah, yeah, that's not good. So so it's $200 for the first year, right? Or or a little more. Um, or a little less, depending on volume. Yeah, because right. um, the IRS was paying two twenty for it because mm-hmm. they only had fifty five thousand so, or something. What if? Um, what what would it cost? Do you think for the second year of support for Windows XP? <laughs> I th- I'm pretty sure because you know it, it costs like what a hundred dollars for a Windows Seven key. Yeah, OEM style. So yeah. people are going to realize hopefully real quick that they but, could just. It's not that they don't want to upgrade. It's just that they allegedly have software that can't run on modern operating systems because. Whoever programmed it was a hipster and thought it wasn't a good idea to develop it in something flexible. Mm-hmm. Now, you should have given more than six years' notice. Oh, darn, maybe seven? That would have been... Better? Yeah, we would have had Windows 9 to upgrade to. You doubt it. So, I, I, I did some rough number crunching. So, allegedly, uh, an IT manager explained to uh, this, this guy here how much he had to pay for his company... And it was quoted a million dollars for the first year for 5,000 computers, which comes out to about $200, as we knew. 
and then two, $2 million for the second year. So that'd be about $400 per PC. And then for the third year, it's $5 million, and that would come out to about $1,000 per PC. So let's say you bought, uh, 10 years ago, you got a computer for, what, $600. Mm-hmm. That is going to be... Right, so Microsoft is very adamant that this is a one-year thing unless you really want to spend a lot of money. At least they're telling up front. Right. And, of course, these are quotes, so presumably they can charge less or more, but, you know... Yeah, they're going to unwrite off this uh, RT sales thing. Or they're going to get their money back, is what I mean. Isn't it funny how they can pay for the future with the past? Isn't it? I mean, they kind of got a... People like XP a little Mm -hmm. too much. A little bit? Yeah. Well, and finally, we have... A little bit of criticism for Steve Ballmer. Oh, no, I like this guy. We all thought, and by we all, I mean the community of Windows experts, all thought that Steve Ballmer just couldn't ever release a product that would go against the the mantra of Windows everywhere and Office everywhere. You know, the two fabled Mm -hmm. products of glory. Well, it turns out that, indeed, Steve Ballmer was the one to pull the trigger for Office for iPad. Now, pulling the trigger means something's happening, right? Yes. So... He, he was, launched it. He, he launched it. He ordered the process to be made. He ordered the launch. He did it. That's good. Not Satya Nadella. No, oh, I mean, he's been in charge, what, a month now? 65 days. That's still... Two months. Yeah. Yeah. Can't make anything in that time. No. No, that's uh, interesting to hear, though. Mm-hmm. And so you can read this entire Reddit AMA from the Office for iPad team. <laughs> they uh, go into quite some depth about the process of making, you know, a pretty good app. You know, uh, as far as iPad apps go. And a pretty good way to get people to subscribe to Office 365. Oh, man, those con artists. Yeah. <sighs> Clever, though. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all the news we have for this week. Yes, and we should be able to find you next week. But where can we find you at in between? What do you do next week? Me? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, so my dad's got another surgery on Thursday. Um, and uh, hopefully that goes well. And hopefully he'll be back in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So this gives me... A long time in the garage without him yelling at me. Oh my Which gosh. I am looking forward to. So, what we gotta do is, I wanna show you this thing I'm gonna blow all my money on. So, I got paychecks to burn, and while he's, so my dad is like, he's always been kind of the voice of reason, cause he's the only one I actually respect and listen to. Uh huh. Oh, oh, I like, I listen to my daddy. Right. And my mommy, not, <laughs> and she told me to take a shower yesterday, like, you know, I should probably go do that. <laughs> And I, let's go to bed and uh, pretend like uh no no I don't listen to her. Yeah, and I, I understand. Ever. So I uh, I have no midterms next week. However, I have a project with the infamous Sam that isn't due next week. Just don't be his partner. Yeah. Just find that other guy. That other guy I hope is so gone. You don't know? I don't know where he is. I mean, I don't I don't know. That's that's uh not uh, helpful. Well. Oh, so do we want to talk about your um scummy classmates? Your your colleagues at your school? What about them? How they rioted and destroyed the Dinky Town? Oh, I have no idea what happened. I wasn't there. They were fools and rioted and I caused no damage idea. to the community because they're dogs. Yeah, they are. Like, that's what. That's nobody should live on campus. It's a death trap. Yeah. No. Um. I hate your you people. Me too. I mean, getting drunk and lighting stuff on fire and jumping on cop cars and I, then complaining uh, about the police arresting you is that's kind of funny. So stupid. And well, see, that, that's why you don't live on campus. It's very dangerous, and that's why you don't leave your house if you live on campus. Like I don't know, I have no respect for those freaks. You shouldn't. Yeah, yeah but uh, your your gophers lost, and uh, we'll did see they did week. they lose? Yeah, I had no idea. Well, they yeah. came in second place. Well, see, nobody told me about in any America, of this, as opposed to where. 
the world. Okay. Well, yeah, nobody uh, notified me about any of this. No, no tweets. No tweets like if you're current students, if you're rioting, stop. Um, no tweets like no, that. No, no, I saw nothing. Wow, they have disowned it. I think so. I don't. You know, bad publicity is bad publicity. Well, the whole town saw it happen. I wasn't They're aware. They're cleaning up the next days. I didn't see it. Well, see, I've been on Hennepin. Oh, um, yeah. See, that's down there. Yeah. Yeah. And they're trash. All I of mean, them. I, I go to the campus part of campus. Like, you know, it's probably everybody from Libed. I'm sure. And they should all, you know. Learn Spanish instead. Where can we find you on the internet? Oh, uh, you can send me an email at matthewdwatcher.com. Or you can write to me at 849 Tatum Street, 55104, St. Paul. And, and, and what kind of postage do you prefer? Kittens or dogs, Statue of Liberty. Uh, I, I really like just the classic flag. Classic flag, huh? Classic flag. That's pretty postage. classic. Mm-hmm. I I like when people embellish the the not coupons, so, the uh, stamps. Want to know a funny story about the Statue of Liberty stamp? Sure. Uh, they're actually getting sued for that image. How? So Statue of Liberty, as you know, is public domain. As far as I knew. So that picture was a Photoshop of a Google image search for the Statue of Liberty. And it was actually the, mo- it's so that, you know, in Las Vegas. Um, yeah. So the guy took a picture of it, posted on that. Person did a Google image search and they found uh, there's a subtle differences between that. So it's actually the picture of the Statue of Liberty one. It's privately owned and poorly, it's Photoshopped with a white background. Oh See my gosh. That? Yeah. And so they're getting sued like crazy by the person who built the, the Statue of Liberty because they not only stole their image, but they're not even using the real Statue of Liberty for it. That's a pretty big fail. Yeah, I know. It's hilarious. Like, so I hated the Seahawks lawsuit because, like, it's the mail. It's it's getting that logo, mm-hmm. and um, the Seahawks can go be in a football team somewhere else. But stealing somebody's picture like that, I hate image thieves. Like, uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. There's a, I, I saw this new blog that's all about, um, like, uh, like you know, Kritzlorg, um, your grandmother's granddaughter that runs a photo. Yes, whatever her well, name was. Wasn't Kritzlorg? I'm sure of that. It's not. Nothing about crits. No. Um, I don't know what her name is but either. But either way, but it's just all of it's like all this, this, this photo place did this, this photo place did that, this wedding photo, all these are like photo booth memory places and wedding photos, just stealing pictures. Hmm. It, it's funny. That is pretty funny. I hope you don't look at any of the Nexus album art because, you know, well, hmm. Cosmos is, <sighs> cannot be copyrighted. I have no idea They're what you're talking about. too far away to copyright. I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyway, you can find me just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter, Brian Amar, and of course, on the Google+, Plus, which is where I regularly and routinely paste links from the show notes that you've listened to for this week. I don't know why you're listening to the show if you read my Google+. Plus. What's the point? Well, you should be listening to the show. I agree. Don't read my Google+, Plus at all costs. There we have it. Well, especially from you, because like, you don't post. Ever. I know. For any reason. T- oh, did you get the image I sent you? What was it? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did get that. That was uh, funny. I, I, I took it on my way out. I, I see that. My dad was going getting wheeled down, so I'm like, I'm gone. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's a sign again. Snap. Was no one there? There's, a, there's one lady. <laughs> uh, and of course it had to be a lady. Of course. Well, anyway, have a good one. Oh, it's not an MPEG-4? Yeah. Oh, dear. I made it rain. Yeah, but now you just lost every bullet. I'm down to one gun. (laughs) What'd you do with the other one? Well, the other one works. I just don't have any darts for it anymore. I told you so. Okay, that's fair enough. Well, that's the only way I actually get to be.
No, I don't think that would work, though. Going to the border saying, yeah, no, hey, we're from St. Paul, you know, don't you know? And, uh, yeah, we're here for your dominoes. Filth and dystopia. Yes. Like, do you, do you... Yes, I, I heard you say it. And I... But that was in the, yeah, like, when I was cleaning it, yep, the glasses. And it's fringe. Hey, I, I did enjoy your monologue, and sorry I haven't listened to your show yet. And duologue is what I meant to say. <laughs> I didn't know what it was called either. Opening. Your opening. Op. Your funeral. Yeah. Your funeralical 